Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let's talk about sleep. Listen to these studies from Harvard and Johns Hopkins. Chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. We need eight hours of sleep. And you know with the holidays and anticipating Christmas and your presents, it can be tough to sleep. One of sleep's other biggest problems, temperature. Tough to get good sleep if you're too hot. I want to tell you about the Pod by 8 Sleep. The Pod by 8 Sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was developed by leading sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. That means if you like the bed cool and your partner likes the bed warm, now you can have both at the same time in a crazy comfortable bed. Sleep longer and deeper so you wake up refreshed and ready to take on the world. Try the pod for 100 nights, and if you don't love it, we'll refund your purchase and arrange a free pickup. They're already sold out of their first two batches, so they're going fast. For a limited time, get $150 off your purchase when you go to 8sleep.com pro. E-I-G-H-T sleep.com pro. 8sleep.com pro. Hello Lions fans, this is Jesse Cass and this is the LMU Basketball Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network and the only place for the show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? Welcome into the show, everybody. Jesse Cass here with you with another brand new episode of the LMU Basketball Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. Thanks once again for tuning in and joining on the LMU Basketball Podcast. The LMU Lions get ready to wrap up non-conference play, recording this on a Saturday. Uh, they'll be playing later tonight, Saturday night, against Morgan State. And not only the final game of non-conference, but the final game of the year in 2019. They'll, of course, be back in action quickly into 2020. And the final game of the decade as well. So, Lions with one more game to go. We're going to recap the Lions' win against Cal State Fullerton, a look ahead to the game against Morgan State, and give you a quick update on LMU basketball before being back with another episode next week. But before we get into that recap and look forward, I want to let you know that if you enjoy the show, we're available on all of your favorite podcast directories, including Apple, which we would love your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions, and also Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can also find the show at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on any of your favorite social media platforms and handles. Also, follow along with me for any LMU basketball update on Twitter at Jesse underscore Cass. So, with all that said, let's get into it here on the Believe Podcast Network and the LMU Basketball Podcast. And as we mentioned briefly a moment ago, the LMU Lions snapping a little mini two-game losing streak and getting back into the win column in their game on Sunday afternoon on the 22nd of December. The LMU Lions with a 53-46 win over the Cal State Fullerton Titans in what was an ugly game to watch at times, but the Lions in the second half really took command of the ball game and played a much better effort on both ends of the floor for the Lions who gone through a little mini slump offensively, but as we said, they were able to overcome that, overcome a, a really poor first half in terms of their shooting numbers where they shot under 30% for the first half, had just 17 points at the half. Luckily, their defense kept them in the ballgame. They trailed by just six at the break. 23-17 to 17 was the score, and then we saw what we've grown accustomed to over the years so far, much more efficient offense from the LMU lines. They shot actually 50% 
in the second half of play. Despite not a lot of guys having it going, it was really the Eli Scott show again for the Lions. He was 10 of 19 from the field, 26 points in the ball game. Lions only had one other double-figure score, and that was Ivan Alipiev. He was just 2 of 8 from the field, but did finish with 10 points and 10 rebounds after making 6 of his 7 free throws. First career double-double for Ivan Alipiev. So despite not his best shooting performance, he still did a nice job of making plays defensively. Had five steals in the ballgame as well, which is a great number and really showed the activity defensively for the Lions. And also, of course, those 10 rebounds to lead to that double-double for Alipiev. So the Lions overcame really an uncharacteristically poor offensive effort, at least in the first half. And from outside, we've seen the Lions trend upward in their three-point shooting. One of 11 from downtown, but similarly to LMU's first-half struggles offensively, they flipped the script on Cal State Fullerton and held them under 30% in the second half and to just 34% for the ball game, 15 of 44. LMU, 19 of 55, which is 35% from the field. But we mentioned free-throw shooting with Alipiev at 6 for 7. Eli Scott... Also 6 for 7, and the Lions 14 of 20 from the line, and that was after struggling from the line early on as a team. They ended up making their final six free throws of the game to finish at 14 of 20 for the ball game. And in contrast, Cal State Fullerton was just 11 of 19 from the free throw line, 58%. But this was a game where the Lions, we said they needed a win after a couple of tough losses, get back in the win column to go to 6 and 7 on the year and give themselves a chance to get back up to 500 going into West Coast Conference play, which is always such a gauntlet and exciting time of the year. But Lions want to finish off the calendar year right with that game against Morgan State. They took a good first step with that win against Cal State Fullerton. And in the ballgame, we mentioned Eli Scott and his just prolific scoring 26 points. He's had numerous games now over 20 points on the season, including a 27-point effort against Portland State a career-high 31 that he posted on the road against Colorado. So his efficiency and ability to score on multiple different levels has really led to a coming-out party, if you would. It's something we really did expect from Eli, but for those that may not have been as close to the program, uh, might be a little surprised at this level of production, but it's something that we talked about at the beginning of the season, thought he would be an all-conference performer, and he has been living up to that billing, and we'll see him carry this over into conference play but he has been absolutely outstanding and along with chipping in the game high 26 points he also chipped in on the highlight reel with a couple of big time alley-oop dunks including one that made it all the way up to number three on sports center here are the calls for two nice eli scott dunks including the second of which is that top three play for sports center uh it's me on the call so enjoy eli scott flying high for a couple of jams here on the lb basketball podcast In that 2-3 zone, Benzant into traffic, has it taken away, Lions with numbers. Williams lob for Scott, and look out below, finishing with a two-handed jam. Great Scott, Eli Scott flying to the rim, and the Lions back in front by two, 34-32. Throw in the right corner, double-team dangerous pass, intercepted by Scott. Now the Lions have numbers, Alipiev lobs it for Scott, throws it down! Oh my goodness, Eli Scott! it in with the right hand. He had to reach back and wind it up to power it down. Oh my goodness, Eli Scott brings the fans to their feet, put it on the highlight reel and leave it there forever. Eli Scott 
What a dunk for the Lions. And the crowd showing their appreciation. Five-point lead for LMU, 38-33, six minutes to play. So there it is, a couple of impressive Eli Scott jams here on the Elm Basketball Podcast, as I'm sure you could tell by the raised octaves in my voice, especially in the second dunk. Pretty spectacular stuff from Eli Scott. Go over to the LMU Instagram or Facebook or Twitter page, any of those, to check out the video highlight of that incredible effort from Eli Scott, uh, who came away, as we said, as the star of the ballgame for the Lions in the game, the 53-46 win. Also had a chance to talk with Eli Scott in the postgame. So here's that conversation, Eli discussing the Lions' win and looking ahead to the game against Morgan State. So we're now joined by Eli Scott here post-game. Eli, congratulations on the win here today, 53-46 to the final. You guys really struggled in the first half offensively, were able to shoot 50% in that second half. What was the difference to overcome that slow start and get things going? Just defense. We had to think about defensive intensity. We knew it started there, but we just... Yeah, and defensively, as you mentioned, you held them to just 6 of 23 in the second half. What was different on the defensive end from half one, half two? Uh, mainly our talk. We, we picked up our talk. Yvonne picked up his talk. I picked up my talk. Jordan Bell is rebounding. And obviously, you've been having a tremendous year again here today. When some of the offense was stalling, you really took it upon yourself, carried the load offensively, 26 points for you. What kind of zone were you in to, to get things going, especially in that second half? Well, my teammates just set me up. Uh, gave me the ball in my spots, and um, since they can shoot so well, it kind of gave me some time to have some space. Yeah, and I know you had a pretty spectacular lob dunk finish in that second half. I know Yvonne threw it up far for you. Had to get it. Uh, take us through that dunk and that play. Uh, Yvonne uh, <laughs> threw it up. I want to go get it. <laughs> All right, and finally, one more game in non-conference play here in this building on next Saturday. Uh, what's the focus going into that in the final game before you go into WCC play? Uh, just defense and have some momentum going into the conference play. Uh, conference is a whole different beast, and we just want some momentum going into that. All right, well, great start here today, and good luck here. Have, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and enjoy the holiday. We'll see you on Saturday. Happy holidays. So you heard it from the man himself, Eli Scott. Always so humble and appreciating his teammates' help setting him up for what he does best, scoring and really directing everything for the Lions on all ends of the court offensively, his, his facilitation, his rebounding, and his improved defense. Eli Scott, really a key cog for the Lions right now, and he will look to help the Lions as we said they go forward for a final ball game here in non-conference play against Morgan State. Right now the Lions come in at 6-7, and seven, as we mentioned. Morgan State at 5-8, and eight. so an opportunity for the Lions to, as you said, you always got to play the game, but certainly the ones that the Lions can feel like they can go get in this ball game. It should be a fun atmosphere for the Lions as they try to, as we said, close out the year of 2019. And then they look ahead after this game to West Coast Conference play, which is always exciting. And really over the past four or five years in particular, we've seen the rise of this conference across the board. Every single game competitive, every single game tough and one you have to really prepare thoroughly for. So after the Morgan State game, the Lions will have San Diego at home. Right now the Torero is at 6-8, and eight, so a team that it's on similar footing, at least through non-conference, as the LMU Lions. And then two of the heavy hitters right after that. LMU travels to Provo, Utah to take on BYU for a Saturday matchup on January 1st. And they'll have a full week to prepare for what is now the number one team in the nation. LMU will host Gonzaga for an early conference matchup against that top team in the nation, which has been 
kind of a carousel rotating with a lot of number ones already falling. Gonzaga at 13 and one on the year has claimed that top spot for the moment. So we'll see if they retain that spot leading up to that matchup. But regardless, it'll be a really fun matchup. And then the Lions back home to host, or excuse me, back on the road to take on their rival just up the road in Malibu against Pepperdine, a place where the Lions have had their struggles over the past two decades. It'll be a tough start to conference play in terms of the level of opponent, but as we mentioned, there's really no night off in the conference anyway, so better to get that out of the way and test yourselves early in the conference for a Lions team that has had some ups and downs, but has really shown some excellent flashes this season, and I think should be very competitive in conference play this year. We'll see if they can get off on the right foot with a couple of victories to set themselves up with, as we said, the last game in non-conference against Morgan State, and then the upcoming game after that against San Diego. But if the Lions can do what they've done in many ball games this year, which is take away the known, I think that'll help them immensely. And what I mean by take away the known is really neutralize the other team's star player on the court. We've seen it multiple times for the Lions in both wins and tough losses. They did it against Colorado when they really took uh, Tyler Bay out of the ballgame, one of the best players in the Pac-12. Bay did end up with 13-9, and but a lot of that was very late in the ballgame. He was really held in check in that ballgame. And again, in the game against UC Davis, despite Joe Mooney hitting a, really a 50-footer at the buzzer to win that one, he was just 3-9 of nine in the ballgame and really struggled in that game before that miraculous finish. So the Lions did a great job in that one as well. And then most recently, in the victory over Cal State Fullerton, Austin Ausica who's Fullerton's far and away leading scorer at about 15 per ball game, 0 for 7 from the field, 0 for 2 from downtown. He did have 8 assists and 7 boards, but just 4 points for the leading scorer for the Titans and the Lions, as we said. If they can continue to do that, that'll help them go a long way, especially in conference play with some great players. We'll see if they can do that same thing against Stanley Davis, the leading scorer for Morgan State in the upcoming ball game here on Saturday, if you're listening on the day that this goes up. And that's going to do it on this week's very short edition of the Alamy Basketball Podcast. Don't worry, we'll be back in just a few days to get you ready for conference play as well as recap the Morgan State ball game and get you a longer normal episode here on the Alamy Basketball Podcast. But we did want to get you up to date and ready for the ball game against Morgan State. If you are listening here on this Saturday afternoon, you know the Lions play 7 p.m. at Gerson Pavilion. You can always tune that in on KXLU 88.9 FM or check it out on the video stream on the West Coast Conference Network, wccsports.com slash watch, and you'll be able to find that video stream with the accompanying radio radio call there. So with all that said, that is going to do it for this week's edition of the LMU Basketball Podcast. Know that if you enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple. You can also follow us along on any of your other favorite podcast directories, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. Also go take a look at Believe.com. And follow along at Believe Podcast. So many other great shows on the platform from college sports to professional sports and everything in between. Go take a look at Believe.com and check that out. And be sure to follow along with me on Twitter. Jesse underscore Cass is the handle there for all of your LME basketball updates. So with all of that said, that is going to do it for this week's show. As we mentioned, Lions and Bears, 7 p.m. on Saturday night. Tonight, if you're listening when this just went up. And then the Lions back in action in the new year, January 2nd. They take on San Diego at home in Los Angeles. So with all that said, it's Jesse Cass signing off here in the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network and the only place to the show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? Go Lions. Go Lions.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.